Jesus is our ransom. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, and thanks for coming by to study with us today. We are in the book of 1 Timothy in chapter 2. Today we're going to be looking at verses 5 through 7. Um, Before we get into the text, let's spend some time with the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Um, We come before you, Lord God, and pray that you would ready our hearts for an encounter with you. Um, Father, we want to have open ears and open eyes and open hearts uh, to receive all that you have for us. Uh, Lord, um, we don't want to miss one thing that you want to speak to life within us today. We don't want to miss one thing that you want to challenge us with or uh, correct us with or inspire us with. And so prepare us, O God. Send your spirit to teach, uh, to bring insight and understanding to your word that we may apply it to the maximum benefit of our growth in grace as you lead us. And we pray these things in your strong name. Amen. All right, my friends, this is 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 5 through 7. Let's see what Paul writes. For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man, Jesus Christ, who gave himself as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. For this I was appointed a preacher and an apostle. I am telling the truth. I am not lying. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Now, Paul begins in verse 5 with a proclamation, a creedal proclamation uh, that probably was repeated often in the first century church. For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Jesus Christ. Um, And so the first statement is there is one God. Um, The Christian faith is a monotheistic faith. It believes in one God, Almighty God, maker of heaven and earth. Um, This would uh, fly in the face of the beliefs of many many first century Gentiles who were polytheistic, uh, who believed in a pantheon of gods that uh, they devoted themselves to and spent their time and energy trying to please and keep happy. Um, But the Christian faith is based in faith in one God, uh, the God of the universe, the creator, uh, the maker of heaven and earth. And uh, there is one mediator between God and men. Now this gets into the uh, theological uh, role of Christ uh, as the mediator, uh, as the intermediary between God and men. Jesus is the bridge. Uh, he is the one that, because of his sacrificial death and triumphant resurrection, he is the bridge between God and men, God and sinful humanity. Um, Jesus' death paves the way for humans to come back into right relationship with God the Father. Um, and Jesus um, mediates that relationship. Jesus is the way uh, back to the Father. And so um, there's only one mediator. (laughs) You don't need a priest. You don't need a holy man. 
You don't need someone else standing in your place. Uh, Jesus alone is our mediator. He is the bridge. He is the way back to God uh, for sinful humans. And Paul speaks in verse 6 of um, what Christ came to do. Jesus gave himself as a ransom for all. Um, Jesus willingly participated in the redemptive plan of God. And he um, came to be our ransom. He came to be the price paid for the sin of humanity. Um, Sins, uh, egregious um, offense requires a payment to satisfy the wrath of God. And um, sin creates barriers between God and the human race. And so a price has to be paid to satisfy uh, the wrath of God at the egregious offense of sin. And Jesus himself came willingly as our ransom, the price to be paid, the atoning sacrifice to be paid for the egregious uh, offense of our sin. And uh, that speaks so highly of the love of God in sending his son and of the love of Jesus in coming to be our ransom. Uh, We need to wrestle with that. (laughs) Uh, We need to own the reality that our sin was so egregious that God's son had to die for us. Um, Sin is an egregious offense. Um... To God, and it does create barriers between us and God. Even in our walk with Him, when we sin, uh, we 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 notice the distance rolling in between us, and we must go back in confession and go back and uh, seek forgiveness and seek to restore that channel of grace when we're sinning, when we're choosing to live at a distance from God, in order to. Um, in order to uh, restore that flow of right relationship. Um, When we're sinning, it really creates distance. It creates barriers between us and God. And Jesus came as our ransom. Um, The testimony, Paul says, given at the proper time. Now, uh, the time was right for Jesus (laughs) and when he came. And uh, previous to that, God had tried several attempts at covenant, That failed, and Jesus came at the appointed time. Uh, He wasn't too soon. He wasn't too late. He came at just the right time. And for this purpose of preaching this message of ransom and restoration and forgiveness of sins, Paul was appointed a preacher and an apostle. Now, there are some who knew him when he was the persecutor in chief, he was a zealous persecutor of the Christian faith uh, who would, I am sure, question the validity of Paul's calling as an apostle and a preacher of the gospel. And he puts in parentheses, I'm telling the truth. I am not lying. <laughs> uh, he uh, And the leg that he had to stand on was the testimony of his conversion in Acts chapter 9 on the road to Damascus. Now, it doesn't matter who the preacher is or where they're preaching, or among whom they're preaching, there will always be some who question the validity of the calling. And um, our calling is not certified by men, but it's certified by the God who calls us. 
and equips us and gives us for the calling to which we are called. And so we stand not on people's approval, but we stand on feet of humility, recognizing that if God's call is in our life, we humbly move forward with the boldness and confidence he gives us to preach his word of truth to those who are yet far from him. Paul says that he was called to be a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth, and he was faithful to that calling all the days of his life from the point of Acts chapter 9 on. And he had a a burden to see the gospel lifted up, up among Gentiles, that they too might come to know God as Lord and Savior and walk with him in right relationship. And that is exactly what Paul did. And thankfully, because we're Gentiles too, and we're listening to this message of truth, and we have been saved by this same grace, and we are redeemed uh, through the uh, redemptive death of Christ on the cross. And he came willingly as our ransom. And what a great gift that is. What a great gift that was. And we should be... um, Uh, full of gratitude in our hearts for what Jesus has done for us. All right, my friends, a great section of teaching today, and I pray that it is encouraging to you as you continue to consider these words in your hearts today. God bless.